your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we welcome you into another edition and the final edition of 2020 of the Locked On Stars podcast. Happy Thursday, everyone. Happy New Year's Eve, everyone. I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent at NHL.com, joined as always by my co-host, Kenneth Nash. And Kenneth, happy New Year's Eve to you. Uh, I hope that the weather is not as gloomy in Mississippi as it is here. It has been like raining nonstop and been overcast for the last 48 hours or so. And it just... It's, it's like if 2020 was going to take one more swing at us, this was going to be the way to do it just by making it just look really dreary and bleak outside. But it's okay because 2021 is literally hours from now. That was yeah, a yeah. yawn. That was um, a yawn. By the way, we're recording yeah. this pretty early, so that was a yawn. <laughs> you, I, I was all good, and then you hit me right. You just, I hit you, you in stride. Yep, I'm sorry. I, I missed, I missed no, my I'm target. Uh, you, which, what, you were talking about how overcast and rainy it was, and I was like, that means that, it's time to take a nap. Go yep, let's go take a nap now. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been overcast the past couple of days. But here's the kicker, Josh. Okay. I saw this yesterday. Uh, in the Jackson metro area, which is technically where we're around where I live, I live north of Jackson. There is, uh, we are under thunderstorm warnings and potential uh, tornado. Oh watches, boy! Uh, late tonight, going into New Gosh. Year's Eve, which is that is twenty twenty. Just one more, like you said, just one more, uh, one more swipe from twenty twenty. Yeah, but you know, and I, gosh, I remember every time I think about tornado warnings in Mississippi, I always think about. Do you remember that one in in our senior year at MC where, like, for thirty minutes the rain was going sideways and the wind was howling? Like it was a, that was a tornado. That was a hurricane. Was it a hurricane? It was in like it was towards the end of the yeah, second. That was, that it was, was towards the, the end of the second semester. It was like April, I think. That was like March. an out. It was like an outer band of a hur- of, of a hurricane. Oh, okay. Or okay. Well, either way, I know that I I was sitting at the window just watching the wind. It was like picking up cars and cows and whatever else. And I was like, wow, this is something else. If this is like the final few days before graduation, we're going out with a bang. But anyways, uh, now that we've... Yeah, like flipped a car in the wall. I remember that, yes. And then didn't it... But then didn't like a a tornado, it was a tornado or something that ripped through the Walmart like a year or two before. That Walmart... I don't, I don't remember that. You don't remember remember that? that. I do remember remember cars flipped in the parking lot. Well, it was, it was a weekend, it was I think a weekend and we were all like downstairs in the basement of the dorm, like preparing for the end with this tornado ripped through, even though us Texans were like, ah, we get these, we get these like 10 times a year at least. So, um, it, it was interesting, but that Walmart certainly went through a lot. Okay, well, now that we've chit-chatted about storms and and tropical disturbances enough, let's shift over to Dallas Stars hockey. Because, of course, the news yesterday was the Dallas Stars released their training camp schedule and their training camp roster. Kenneth and I wanted to spend the first couple minutes of today's episode going through that roster, kind of pointing at at what, what we expected, some things that you may not have expected to see, as well as the schedule. And then we thought, since it's the final day of the year, we're going to kind of have a year in review, just a chance to kind of look back at the highs and lows of this year, really come to terms with all that's happened 
over the past 366 days and get ready to hopefully open up 2021 on the highest note possible. So we're excited to have you in. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy New Year's Eve. Let's dig into some hockey talk first, Kenneth. Specifically, the Dallas Stars training camp roster came out on Wednesday afternoon, as well as the schedule for training camp. Now, as you probably guessed, the training camp is going to be closed to the public due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. All the interviews with players are going to be conducted virtually over Zoom, just like they were in the return to play. But not opening on January 3rd, Kenneth, opening on January 4th. So taking that day off, giving all the Cowboys fans uh, a chance to watch the final weekend of the NFL regular season and not have to drive over to Frisco on that January 3rd. So props to the Stars for that. Um, but opening up on January 4th, just less, uh, just a couple days away here. And it, it's time to get underway, Kent. We're, we've talked about it for a while, but we are right here. We're right on the brink of starting up this 2020-2021 season. Yeah, it's it's we're we're literally on the doorstep of it. You know, I what's the swipe that 2020 is going to take? One final swipe that 2020 is going to take at the hockey world because we've uh, we've heard of the 2020 Mother Nature that we've got uh, thunderstorms and tornadoes here yep. tonight. Yeah. Um, but the teams, the, the seven teams that were not to the turn to play reported today or reporting today. Right. Um, so this is 2020's last last chance to uh, to get a little swipe in at the hockey world before all is right. Right, because in 2021, uh, the world goes back to normal. Oh gosh, I, I, I sure hope so. At least um, <laughs> we can always hope. But yeah, it, it's it's intriguing. Like you said, those seven teams that are getting to start early, we totally, of course, understand why because they haven't had organized hockey on an ice surface as a team since March. So it's been a while for those seven teams. They're getting back in. Uh, a couple of the teams are starting up today. I know, I think the Los Angeles Kings are starting today, maybe two or three others. Some teams like the Detroit Red Wings are waiting until tomorrow to open up camp. So it's just a matter of preference among the teams. But for the Dallas Stars, they their date is January 3rd, but they've chosen to start up on January 4th, start up on that Monday morning, uh, getting going, Kenneth, and starting up at 10 a.m. on Monday, January 4th. And that's going to be over at the Comerica Center in Frisco, just like camp was in the return to play, just like camp was at the beginning of this past year. And now the look is 39 players. That's the roster. If you went on the Stars story that they posted or the press release that they sent out yesterday, the link to the roster for training camp has 39 players on it, kid. 29 forwards, 14 defensemen, and four goaltenders. So you're talking about basically two full starting groups of defensemen, almost two full starting groups of forwards, and then two two duos of goaltenders. Now, those those uh, goaltenders, that does not include Ben Bishop, because as we know, Ben Bishop is denoted with an injury, will not be uh, participating in camp while he recovers from a sprained or a, a, a meniscus tear. And Tyler Sagan was also not included in that forward count because he is also recovering from a torn labrum. But and the other the other thing that we need to note is Stephen Johns is not included in that count either. He is on the roster, but he is not included in the count and is uh, was denoted as a player that will not be participating in camp due to injury. So those are the three big names that stick out right off the bat, Kenneth. And that's uh, we we kind of expected all three of those. We kind of expected to see all three of those names with those two asterisks next to them. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely thought uh, those would be the ones that we, we we expected to be missing out on training camp. Um, 
you know, some pleasant surprises in there. Obviously, you saw a lot of the young guys. Um, this is going to be a season where I think some of the young guys are going to get a chance to shine more. And then, uh, as our friend uh, Matt DeFranks tweeted out, and I tweeted out separately, independently, but later. Um, so we'll let him get all the full credit for it. Oh but as yes. Matt DeFranks tweeted out, uh, Ty Delandria picked up the number. He's going to wear the number 10, it looks like, this yeah. season, uh, shifting from the number 60, which is it's not, you know, it's not a world-changing uh, piece of news, but it isn't insignificant either. The fact that you've got Tyler Andrea, who's a guy who was going to be competing for an NHL role this year, uh, but but wasn't it wasn't a lock. He walks into camp and now he's not number sixty; he's number ten, which is a full-time number. Uh, you know, you relate it to baseball. Baseball players when they're in spring training invites, they're wearing numbers in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties, and when they get to the major league roster. They're wearing their normal numbers down in the 20s or 30s or whatever it may be. So the fact that he's wearing 10 signals to me potentially that there's a there's a better uh, a better than likely chance or a better than a better than 50-50 shot that uh, Ty Delandry is going to see some uh, somewhat significant time with the Dallas Stars this season. Yeah, and I think as Matt as Matt tweeted out, he said his wording was the Stars see him as a legitimate NHL option with this number change. Now, of course. The OHL season, as we know, uh, if you heard about it, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, uh, there was a new update on the OHL season getting delayed to start the 2020-2021 season. Now, of course, only certain players like Thomas Harley are going to have to worry about the OHL because Ty DeLandre will either be in the NHL or the AHL. But like you said, Kenneth, with the AHL not really starting up until the target date right now is February 5th, and I think that's when the, or February 4th or February 5th, just like the OHL is now targeting, uh, it'll be nice to have that month to allow those prospects to kind of stick up on the taxi squad, watch the team, practice with the team, and really get that NHL feel and potentially get some game action. As Ty Delandra, obviously a lot of Stars fans are hoping to see him in a Dallas Stars uniform at some point this season, that 2018 first round draft pick, see just how much of an NHL impact he can have in an odd first year in the NHL to say the least. Plenty more to talk about on the roster and the schedule. We'll get to that right around the corner when the Lockdown Stars podcast continues in a moment. But before we step aside, are y'all ready for some football? We had some big games last night, Kenneth. OU taking down Florida in a big way. It's college football bowl season right now. On January 1st, the college football playoff semifinals get underway. Notre Dame versus Alabama and Clemson versus Ohio State, though A&M should probably be in there. But we're not going to talk about that. We are going to talk about how you can bet on these games. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus As I said, college football bowl season is in full swing. Lots of big games right around the corner over the next week or two. And of course, the NFL going into week 17. Our Dallas Cowboys are going for a playoff spot against the New York Giants while needing a little bit of help from Philadelphia against Washington. But lots of big games coming coming down the pipeline. Lots of playoff spots on the line. And if you're looking to place a bet on one of these games, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And we're back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, bringing you this New Year's Eve edition 
of the Locked On Stars podcast. Kenneth, I've said Locked On Stars podcast three times in this block already, so I'm going to stop for now. But I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent at NHL.com, joined as always by my co-host Kenneth Nash, talking a little bit of Dallas Stars training camp news. We got the schedule and the roster. Both were released on Wednesday afternoon. And Kenneth, we were talking about not a a ton of surprises on this roster. We said, you know, 39 players in total, 21 forwards, 14 defensemen, and four goaltenders. That's not counting Tyler Sagan, Ben Bishop, and Steven Johns, the three players who have been denoted with an injury and will not be participating in camp. Meanwhile, the only other outlier with an asterisk next to his name is Thomas Harley, Kenneth, and that, of course, is because Thomas Harley is currently playing at the World Junior Championships with Team Canada, meaning that he probably, he might not even be able to participate in camp, Kenneth, because uh, the dates for, if you're assuming, if you're assuming like we assume with Team Canada, um, you know, let's, let's be honest here. If you're assuming that Team Canada is probably going to make a deep run in the World Junior Championships, they've been beating teams like 15 to 1 and 15 to nothing, right, over the last couple of days. Uh, if you're assuming that, you know that somehow this is going to be Thomas Harley is going to be up there at in Edmonton for the next few for the next week at least. I think the championship is scheduled for January 5th, which means that if the Stars do end up having camp from the 4th to the 11th or 12th, with the season starting on the 14th in Florida, and a one-week mandatory quarantine before he starts camp. He may not even see the ice with the Stars during training camp. Now, how much of an impact would that have on Thomas Harley potentially cracking the lineup this year in an already loaded defensive class? Yeah, it does definitely make it more difficult. I think I think he's helped out a little bit by the fact that he's still playing hockey. He's not missing for injury-related reasons. You know, he's still going to be getting ice time, uh, but obviously at a much different level. It's a different environment. It's a different team, and so it does kind of hinder his ability, I think, to, to maybe make a run at a roster spot this year, um, especially with the fact that the Stars, they, they re, they're returning their entire blue line. And they added to it, you know, when they brought in Mark Pesic. So, you know, they bring back Andre Sekera. They bring in Mark Pesic. They've obviously, their top four is pretty much rock solid with Essa Lindell, John Klingberg, uh, Miro Haskin, and Jamie Alexiak. So really, there's just a few guys competing for those last two spots in the lineup. And then your seventh D-man role, of course. So it'll be interesting to see if, if he can come in late. And, and the fact that he's playing in the World Juniors, maybe that helps him from the fact that he's still on the ice. Um, but, you know, from a from an NHL playing standpoint, for him to carve out a role, he would have probably needed to be in training camp with the team. That being said, you know, it's not really a loss because I think he was a bit of a long shot still to find a permanent role with the team this year. He's he's about a year behind Ty Delandry, I think, in terms of uh, in terms of development, in terms of uh, what we've seen. I think he's quite a talented player um, and he's going to be with the team very, very shortly. But with with his skill set, he's a player that the Stars are going to let continue to grow. There's no need to rush him, especially with how deep they are defensively as a team. They don't need him to be in the NHL right this second. So if they can get a little bit more seasoning, let him develop a little bit more elsewhere, uh, I'm sure they're going to be willing to do that. And uh, the fact that he's missing training camp, in the end, I don't think necessarily is going to, is going to have that much of an impact on him or the team moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And you look at uh, you look at the, the fact that the the defensive core we've talked about a number of times is just so loaded this year for uh, these Dallas for this Dallas Stars team. You have a number of, of guys right off the bat that could be legitimate NHL options for you in the year ahead. 
I mean, you obviously have your top four solidified with Esa Lindell, John Klingberg, Miro Haskin, and Jamie Alexiak. But then you've also got Taylor Fadoon, Joel Hanley, Andre Sekera, Mark Pesic, the guys that played solid NHL minutes just last season with the team. And certainly are, are guys that Rick Bonus trusts as being in his back end and playing consistent minutes, especially in a regular season format. Of course, Stanley Cup playoff format, everything's kind of elevated a little bit. But also, you have the return of Julius Honka on a one-year deal. So, it's going to be interesting to see how much of an impact he can have in camp and if he can uh, solidify himself as maybe a seventh man going into this season. So, a lot to look forward to on that blue line. And if we don't see Thomas Harley this year, or as much as you might have expected, it's not the end of the world. We know the stars are loaded on defense, and Harley is obviously focused on winning gold right now with Team Canada. That's where he should be. That's where Jim No wants him to be, to be able to play valuable minutes right now of ice hockey and competitive ice hockey getting ready for a very unique uh, 2020-2021 season, especially if the OHL hopefully gets underway by February 4th, which is their new target start date, and Harley gets another year with Mississauga. But for now, Kenneth, it looks like that's the the roster. If you haven't already seen it, I tweeted it out yesterday. You can also go and find it on the Dallas Stars website, uh, and you can look at the schedule as well. They're hitting the ice, as I said, Monday, January 4th at 10 a.m., going from 10 a.m. to about 2.20 p.m., and Tuesday from 10 to 2.20, Wednesday from 10 to 2.20, and Wednesday, January 6th, there's a scrimmage scheduled. And if this is anything like the return-to-play schedule from the summer, Kenneth, Rick Bonus, as we know, is a coach that really is... He makes it a point to give his team rest and give them proper rest, not trying to wear them out, not trying to burn them out before the season even begins. So as it was in the return-to-play training camp, there was three days on, one day off, three days on, one day off. And with the Stars only releasing the schedule for the first three days, might be a safe bet to assume that that Thursday the 7th is going to be a day off before getting back in for the weekend. But we just don't know yet. Of course, with the COVID-19 pandemic, we don't know a lot. And a lot's still uncertain on the table. But we'll be here. We'll be here to, to get ready for it, kids. Hockey season is right around the corner, and we are excited to dig in. We cannot wait and... Kenneth, are you excited? I hope you are. Very much so. Very much excited. That's what I like to hear. That's what I love that. That's that's the kind of energy we need going into 2021. But for now, we're going to take a quick step aside. When we come back, we're going to do a quick little brief year in review. Just look back at all that's happened over the past year. Of course, it's been one of the most intriguing years for not only our lives, but the lives of professional sports, Kenneth, the NHL. Uh, the Dallas Stars in general, you start the year with a winter classic, you end the year, you know, your middle of the year, you're running to the Stanley Cup final, and now you end the year getting ready for a new season. So lots to talk about right around the corner. We'll get to it in just a moment here at the Locked On Stars podcast. Before we wrap up this final episode of 2020, going into the new year, you want to start off the new year right, and that means indulging in the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. They've got 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors that also includes caramel brownie cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, plus their 12 original flavors, including banana bread, double chocolate, coconut, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, German chocolate, plus many more. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're great for the health-conscious guy, and whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, while indulging in a delicious treat, 
Built Bar is the answer for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Right now, our listeners can go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast. Let's wrap up 2020, kid. Let's get this thing over with. Let's put a bow on this sucker. Um, it might not be the prettiest bow because we have certainly, uh, we've been through the ringer this year. And there, there's no doubt about that. And I think every everyone listening to this will be able to agree to some extent that they've been through the ringer as well. It's been a pretty rigorous year for all of us. I remember, uh, I remember having a toast, Kenneth, with a couple of friends on December 31st, 2019 about this new decade, this new year is going to be one for the books. And so I'm not going to be toasting anything tonight because I think it was just the ultimate jinx. Uh, so we're not going to do that this time around. I hope you don't do that either. This is a word of warning for you, a word of caution uh, with in terms of toast. So just anybody listening, if you're thinking about doing a toast, skip it all together. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for 366 or 365 days of misery. We're not going to go through that. Also, Kenneth, I just noticed on Twitter uh, 50 minutes ago, a magnitude 3.6 earthquake just hit off the coast of San Francisco. Now, they, they did say it was a very small earthquake and it didn't do really do anything more than just rattle a couple of San Francisco homes. But like we said, these these forces of nature just continue to... I don't know. It's 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 the final day, and I I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna go and sit in my closet all day, Kenneth, and just kind of close the door and hope just hope that nothing happens. Hope that nothing more happens that hasn't already happened in the year 2020. <laughs> so it, it's certainly been a year for the books. But uh, with, with the final few minutes of this episode, uh, Kenneth and I wanted to take some time here. And just kind of look back at what's happened over the year, what has got us to this point, as well as what's ahead. Now, Kenneth, we started this year on such a great note. Literally the first day of the year, we had 86,000 at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas watching a hockey game. Watching a hockey game, the 2020 Winter Classic between the Dallas Stars and the Nashville Predators. It was a sight to behold. It was an absolute spectacle, whether you were a fan in the stands, a media member in the press box, or a fan watching at home. is something that you're never going to forget, Kenneth. And it's funny because a lot of people, a lot of Stars fans at least on Twitter, will say the year started up up top at the highest point and it just went downhill from there. But it was nice to get this year going on such an incredible and encouraging note. And while the start of an NHL season isn't as much of a spectacle, I guess, it's still very familiar. And I'm really happy that we have something to lean on going into this new year, just like we did last year. Yeah, it's uh, it did start off for the start, start off on an absolutely superb note, you know. The Winter Classic was was probably the biggest, you know, outside of the Stanley Cup, right? Stanley 1999 Stanley Cup. The Winter Classic is probably one of the biggest single greatest uh, events or games for this franchise, um, at least since they've been in Dallas for sure. And and to win it in the fashion they did and just kind of make their mark on hockey it was a was a incredible way to start off the year. Yeah, absolutely. And then of course. 
Two months later, we, we, we kind of go downhill and we hit the pause button, Kenneth, with the COVID-19 pandemic. First, I mean, obviously, it had been building up in the country and been building up around the world in the days preceding. But March 11th, Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz, test positive, and that game between the Jazz and the Thunder is suspended. And then in a span of 24 hours, the NBA season is suspended, the NHL season's put on pause, the MLB season begins to look like it might be in jeopardy of even happening, and just a lot of uncertainty immediately filled our lives. And it wasn't just for one or two days, it was for a couple of months, and for a lot of people, it's still very uncertain right now, just nine months later. But it's... It's so weird, Kenneth, because it feels like we blinked a couple times and March turned into December. And here we are, like, getting to the end of this year. What a strange year. What a challenging year. But for all of you listening, props to you for making it through this year. And props to you for continuing to persevere, Kenneth. I think that's, that's the biggest note, is that we've all persevered in one way or another. And congratulations on making it to the end of arguably the toughest year in all of our lives. Yeah, the that day in March was uh, that was probably one of the most surreal days I've I've experienced. Yep. And you know, I was sitting there watching the Mavs game as it was going on, and you know, you just you're sitting there and you get the news that the NBA season has been paused, but the Mavs game is still going on, and it's just a weird kind of split of what we're so used to, which is you know, sports on almost every single night to uh, the, the NBA gets paused. And then within 24 hours, the NHL season gets paused. And and then to not know, you know, when it happened, you know, we're looking in, in all these time frames. If you go back and look at a lot of the tweets, a lot of them were, you know, they're expecting a 10 to 14 day pause, you know, yeah. kind of hit the reset button. Yep. And then 10 to 14 days turn into to a month. Okay. Where it's going to be a month. They're going to be back by mid April. Yeah. And then it was like, then you kind of started getting that. We don't really know when it's going to be back. Yep. But even then in our heads, we were like, surely it'll be back by yeah, June. Right. You, yeah. You're not, the NHL season is not going to pause in Mar- March and not resume until July or August or, or whatever. Right. It's going to be back before then. And, and lo and behold, you know, you sit there and you sit there and you wait and wait, and all of a sudden it's August, and you you've gone through the entire entire summer with with nothing, with nothing going on, which is just absolutely uh, crazy to think back on. Yeah, absolutely, and like you said, I was I was actually out playing a, a rec league softball game on on March 11th, and I was throwing around. I was actually playing with a couple of Stars employees, and we're throwing the ball around and I get the like alert on my phone from the ESPN app that says, uh, Rudy Gobert test positive for COVID-19 Utah jazz, Oklahoma city thunder game postponed. And then we, uh, we all got to our phone, start scrolling through Twitter. And then you see the reports about the NBA is sources say the NBA is suspending its season. And we're like, Oh my gosh, what does that mean for the NHL? The stars have a game tomorrow against the Panthers. Are they going to even play this game? And as we know, they never did, but Hey, they're opening the season against the Panthers now, Kenneth. So it's almost like last season never ended. We just had a like nine-month pause, and now we're kicking it off against the Florida Panthers again. So it, it's just been a crazy year. And to see the Dallas Stars be that kind of a, a beacon of light, Kenneth, especially in a lot of uncertainty and a lot of uh, just frustration and fear about what was going on. Uh, in the current climate, the Dallas Stars coming through from July to late September, Kenneth, and being that kind of beacon of light for for Stars fans, for people in Dallas, for hockey fans in general. This team putting together an unparalleled run to the Stanley Cup Final, filled with so many storylines, you can't even count them on two hands. And all that they did along the way, Kenneth, 
was just something special and something that we're never going to forget because, of course, you and I were there every episode covering that covering that run, and it'll be something that you know I never forget, and I'm sure you'll never forget, and our listeners will never forget just how special that run really was this year. Yeah, it was an unbelievable run. It was it was one of the more uh, it was one of the more exciting kind of postseason runs of of my lifetime in local sports. And then uh, to get to kind of get to cover it in a way that I've never been around it. Obviously, I've only really ever experienced them uh, from purely a fan perspective. Uh, you know, the Mad. You think back to the Mavs in 2011, the Rangers in 2010, 2011. Um, but but to get to kind of sit there and and you know have a different approach on it and get to talk about it every single day was just it was a blast. And uh, you know that's what you know that's what you got to kind of choose to look back on 2020 with is is find those moments and go you know that's what 2020 was was it was the Dallas Stars making an improbable run with a backup goalie as their number one uh, to the Stanley Cup final yeah. and, and beating teams that they were had no business beating if you listen to uh, a lot of the predictions and everything like that so that's that's one of the that's probably the bright spot of 2020 was uh, for, from a sports perspective was was that run from the Dallas Stars. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as as we wrap up this episode, it, it's a time to look ahead. You know, it's a time to look at what's to come here in, in the year ahead. Hopefully nothing but good fortune for all of you, our listeners, that have been so great to Kenneth and I over the last 11 months. Uh, but it's also time for some change. Some change is on the horizon here at the Locked on Stars podcast specifically. Uh, so for many of you that don't know, if you don't follow me on Instagram or Facebook, which I don't know if many of you actually do, those are more of, you know, Kenneth, you know, in your social media, you have your, your private ones. It's just like family and friends. And then you have your Twitter, which is like everyone yeah. and your, your LinkedIn, yeah. which is like everyone. So haven't made the announcement just yet. I'm going to make it this afternoon, but good news for myself and my sports media career path. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was offered a job with the Dallas Stars organization to be their graphics coordinator for broadcasts in the upcoming season. So in other words, I will be in charge of putting together the storyline and the stats and researching all of the noteworthy uh, head-to-head scenarios and, and statistics and information and notes about every game on Fox Sports Southwest and filling in all those graphics that you see on screen during the game. I'm super excited about this job because... I was actually called and inquired by a couple of members of the Stars and Fox Sports Southwest asking if I would like to take on this job and what level of interest I had. And of course, if you know me, you know I don't really have a ton of experience in TV, but we love to learn, Kenneth. We love to learn new things, just like we learned (laughs) podcasting 11 months ago. But it's certainly a huge step in my career and something that is almost like, while I may not have ever dreamed of being uh, well, I may not have ever dreamed of working in a production truck for the Stars. Certainly working for the Stars organization has always been somewhat of a dream of mine. And obviously covering them for seven years, almost seven years now, and finally stepping into the role that I'm going to be stepping into starting this season, Game 1. Uh, with puck drop against the Panthers, I'll be in the truck and I'll be filling in those graphics trying to keep y'all informed and entertained with some really valuable insight I guess we'll call it that we'll see how it goes but for now it's an exciting step in my career I'll be getting to work with Josh Bogorod and Razor uh kind of being their their go-to and their right-hand guy bringing them all the all the stats and storylines that I can come up with and them bringing some to the table and trying to put together one of the if not the best I mean we talked about it a few months ago Kenneth the athletic and awful announcing 
putting the Dallas Stars broadcast among the top two and the top spot overall of local NHL broadcasts. So it really is the cream of the crop when it comes to NHL broadcasts. I'm excited to join it and join some of the best people in the business to learn from them and grow my own skill set because I've got writing down, Kenneth, I've got social media, I've got podcasting, and now we're going to get some TV broadcasting experience. So I'm, I'm very excited and I'm very grateful that the stars have offered me this position and given me this chance to take on a new role. But on the unfortunate side of things, it's going to mean that I'm going to have to say goodbye to some things. So you know, after six and a half years at Blackout Dallas, almost seven years, I'm going to be writing my final story today. It, it, December 31st seems like as fitting a day as any. I'm going to be writing my final story and leaving my post as editor, longtime editor of Blackout Dallas. Uh, and I will also be leaving my NHL.com correspondent role because this this new job with the Stars is very all-encompassing and very time-consuming. So going to want to make sure that my time is not too split over the next couple of days and especially over the next few months as we get into a new season and I start having to learn an entirely new job. But it also means that I'm going to have to go or step away from Locked on Stars. And, you know, that that might have been the toughest of the three that I had to walk away from. I've been, I'll, Kenneth will tell you, I've been trying to get rid of the Blackout Dallas editor role for a year and a half. Not get rid of it, but just find a, a, a good successor to take over because I didn't want to see the site kind of die and drop off. But this might have been the most difficult one because, you know, you can probably hear it in Kenneth and I's voices, but this is something that Kenneth and I have enjoyed immensely putting together over the last 11 months. And we've had a blast bringing you content, not only in the February and in, in our first month with the podcast, but through the pause, through the run in the bubble, through the off season, we had so many stories to tell. And I know Kenneth had a blast. I had an absolute blast putting together every one of these episodes, whether it was 9 a.m. or 3 a.m. that we were recording it was such a pleasure to bring y'all stars news and interesting insight and opinions on the Dallas Stars. And it's something that I'm going to miss dearly. Now, the hope is that this is not a goodbye. This is just a see you later. I'm going to get into my new role, see you know just how much of a time-consuming role it is. And once I hopefully kind of get my schedule nailed down and if I see any free time, might try to join Kenneth every once in a while as a guest on the show. But for now... The co-host thing is going to have to be put on pause for a little bit. And that is, while it's tough, this is just an opportunity that I cannot pass up and an opportunity that I'm overly excited for. But on the bright side, Kenneth is still going to be here. So the Locked on Stars podcast is not going away by any means. I'm going away, but we'll hopefully be able to return every once in a while. Meanwhile, Kenneth is going to carry the torch, keep it burning bright. He's done a fantastic job over the last 11 months. And I, I, I can tell his hockey knowledge has grown about tenfold in the last <laughs> 11 months. And as a result, I know that he is going to be set and ready to roll and ready to bring you guys some awesome daily content. We're getting back in January to the five episodes a week. So we're getting back to that daily format. And he's going to be there bringing you some amazing content every day. And I hope to join him every once in a while along the ride as we prepare for an intriguing and interesting and unique 56-game season in 2020-2021. But, Kenneth, for now, this is... It's... I'm not saying goodbye. This is more... I want to continue to say this is to see you later because I feel like I'm going to be back eventually because we will have plenty to talk about in the year ahead. But for now, this is Kenneth and I's final episode as co-hosts, and it's certainly a memorable one being on the final day of 2020. But 
new opportunities ahead. I'm super excited. And so whenever you see a graphic and you say on, on a broadcast, you say, what idiot came up with that stat? You'll know who it was. <laughs> so that's that's really the lump sum of it, Kenneth, right now. Well, uh, yeah, it's it for, for anybody that's wondering, and, and you said it, it's an incredible opportunity for you. Um, when Josh came, came to me with the, uh, that this was on the table, you know, there, there, there was no hesitation, uh, from either of us that this was the route that he needed to take. Um, and, and I'm excited to, uh, to kind of move into a different role with Locked On Stars and, and take over the primary host. Um, uh, Josh has been our fearless leader, uh, for this, uh, kind fearless. of wild year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but we we talked about it because we talked about do we do we do we keep doing the show? Does one of us do it? What, what do we do here? Um, but we wanted to make sure that we were with y'all for uh, for this next season. We felt like we've really built this up. Uh, we have some very very dedicated listeners, and we wanted to make sure that uh, that Locked On Stars was still around and and still with you for every step of uh, what's sure to be another uh, intriguing season. So uh, Josh, thank you so much for. Uh, what you've uh, done with the podcast, what you've done with me, and uh, taught me about the uh, the ins and outs of hockey. I called him my hockey dad yesterday. And he did just in a in a private conversation. I did call him my and hockey dad. That was dad. just that was so <laughs> tender. That that text was just so <laughs> tender. It hit me hit home. I almost teared up. Um, but, but you know, kind of the hundred and what is this? 82, 83 episodes now. This is, uh, I think this is one eighty one. Yeah, this is one eighty one. This is one eighty one. Okay, well, one hundred eighty one episodes later, it's been a thrilling ride, and you know, from from starting out with nothing more than what were we at thirty or forty followers, Kenneth, on Twitter, to now yeah. four hundred and thirty. I think we started with like thirty three or thirty four. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gained about four hundred Twitter followers over the last few weeks, or over the last few months, rather. The last few weeks would be impressive. But over the last few months, and the listenership is way up ever since we started in February, and it's been a pleasure to not only hear y'all's uh, critiques and hear y'all's questions about how we, how you might want to hear us run it or what you might want us to talk about, but also just for y'all's support, for tuning in every day, for leaving us those five-star reviews. It has meant the world to be able to interact with y'all on a daily basis and bring y'all the latest in Dallas Stars lore. And... Other than that, Kenneth, it's it's been a fun ride. And like I said, hoping this is not a goodbye, hoping this is just to see you later, uh, at least maybe two or three times over the next month. Obviously, I'm going to be kind of right into the fire starting on January 4th, trying to get ready for the season. But obviously, right now, we're, we're just trying to... I'm actually already getting ready for the season, if I'm being honest. Trying to get ahead here. But... <laughs> At the moment, just hopefully I'll be able to be back every once in a while, hop on with Kenneth as a guest occasionally, and talk more Dallas Stars hockey, just like the good old days. We can call them the good old days now, Kenneth, because they're behind us. But at the moment, it's a big step. I'm excited, and I cannot thank y'all enough, though. I had to make sure to thank y'all personally for all of the support and all of the continued following that you've given Kenneth and I over the last, uh, I guess it's now 11 months, Kenneth. We started on February 3rd, so just about 11 months now that we've been rolling along with this. So I think that's it, Kenneth. I think that's about all we've got for this episode of the Lockdown Stars Podcast. This final uh, 2020 episode of the Lockdown Stars Podcast. Kenneth, any final thoughts for us before we close this one out? For, uh, for one final time in the year of 2020, if you haven't, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast so we show up in your feed every single day. Locked on Stars is going to be back to five episodes a week starting in January, getting you primed and ready for the 2021 Dallas Stars season. So make sure you're geared up for that. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Stars. 
You can follow our personal Twitter accounts. If you want to get all the latest from Josh, he's going to be the inside man oh in the boy, organization. Oh, yep, boy. Here we go. I already told him he's my new source, even yeah. though he he works in production, and I don't know how much news he'd actually have to break. But, Probably not uh, much, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow Josh at Josh underscore Clark zero two. Keep up with all of his goings on. I'm sure he'll have some great stories uh, working inside the organization this year. And uh, follow me at Kenneth underscore Nash 19. Kenneth, my news, I'm going to text you and say, like, Sources can confirm that Monitor 3 is down in the production truck or the EVS <laughs> machine is glitching or something like that. So, uh, But uh, that's probably the extent of the news you're going to get. But it's been a hell of a ride. It's been a lot of fun the last few months. And again, hopefully this is just a see you later. I'll be able to hopefully pop back on occasionally. And even during the summer uh, when I'm not broadcasting Stars games, hopefully be back on in a pretty regular, uh, pretty regular run. So other than that, Hope you all have a fantastic 2021. This is the final day of 2020. Make sure to celebrate accordingly. Go out with a bang. And let's get into 2021 and make it the best year yet, Kenneth. So other than that, hope you all stay well, stay safe and healthy. And Kenneth, we'll talk to you soon. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.